you are listening to the Grace and Wrath podcast. This is Mark. Living a truly fulfilling life without Christ is impossible, and choosing to die without Christ is pure insanity. Repentance of sin and belief in the gospel of Jesus Christ is the only way to be saved by God's grace from God's wrath. Today is a particularly short story entitled uh, She's My Sister Too. If you recall, in episode 13, we read the story She's My Sister. I guess I should have called that She's My Sister 1 about Abraham and Sarah. This is a different one involving Isaac and Rebekah. So let me read this quickly. A great famine hit the place where Isaac lived, so he realized he needed to move to another area. The Lord appeared to him and said, Don't go to Egypt. Stay in this land, even though you're a foreigner here. I'll bless you, and I'll give you all the promises I gave to your father Abraham. Your descendants will be as hard to count as the stars. I'll give them all to this land, and through them all the nations on earth will be blessed. So Isaac didn't go to Egypt, but instead settled in the land of Abimelech, king of the Philistines. When the men there saw that Rebekah was a beautiful woman, they asked Isaac about her. He immediately became concerned for his life, thinking they would kill him because of her. So he said, She's my sister. When Isaac had been there for a while, the king looked out of his window and saw Isaac hugging and kissing Rebekah. The king sent to him and said, This woman is your wife. Why did you tell everyone she was your sister? Isaac explained how he was afraid he might be killed because of her. The king said, You've put all of us at risk. One of our men could have easily had sex with her. Then we all would have suffered because of it. So Abimelech sent out a warning to all his people. If anyone harms Isaac or his wife, that person will die. This short story begins in Genesis 26.1, talking about the famine in the land. Let me read the actual verse, which, which reads, Now there is a famine in the land besides the former famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Gerar to Abimelech, king of the Philistines. That name sounds familiar, should sound familiar, Abimelech. If you recall uh, episode 13 of this series, where Abraham meets Abimelech. And it's basically the same story. Abraham lied about his wife, Sarah. Now Isaac's lying about his wife. Well, this helped me when I learned this, that Abimelech's actually not a name, it's a title. It's a Philistine dynastic title. So this king is more than likely a different individual than the one that Abraham dealt with. He's a a Philistine king, and this tribe of people was originally, who originally, excuse me, sailed the Mediterranean Sea, became very fierce enemies of Israel uh, when they settled along the southwest coast of Canaan. They were friendly to Isaac, but they were forerunners of hostile defendant enemies. So I just wanted to note that. These turned out to be real bad enemies, but this story went very well for Isaac and Rebekah. Another note that I'd like to point out in this story is that obedience and deceit were in juxtaposition. Obeying God to dwell in the land, Isaac did not go to Egypt, he obeyed God and stayed, yet he lied about his wife to the people of the land. This reflected similar shades of Abraham's strategy of survival, which I mentioned earlier. I'm getting this from the John MacArthur Study Bible. Although Abraham was commended for his deeds, the Abrahamic covenant was an unconditional covenant grounded in God's sovereign will. 
But unlike his ancestor, to whom God sovereignly revealed the relationship between Abraham and Sarah, again, referring to episode 13, this king providentially discovered Rebekah's relationship to Isaac by just happening to look out a window and witnessing caresses uh, indicative of a, of a marriage or intimacy. Verse 2611, the last verse that's a reference to this story, I'd like to read that. So Abimelech warned all the people, saying, Whoever touches this man or his wife shall surely be put to death. This is a pagan king. So the fact that a, a pagan king is imposing the death penalty on anyone that could possibly trouble Isaac or Rebekah suggests that God was at work here. He was at work to preserve his chosen seed. There's no logical reason why Abimelech would do anything to protect Isaac or Rebecca. So the chances are that God was at work here. If you haven't already, I encourage you to heed the Lord's call, turn from your sins, believe the gospel, and receive the gift of salvation that Jesus is offering you right now. If you like what you're hearing, please like and subscribe to the program. And please consider giving us a good review. It really does help. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Grace and Wrath and on the web at graceandwrath.com. Thanks for listening. This is Mark signing off for now. So ride hard, pray often, and talk about Jesus wherever you go.